I came home one day early from work and I found another woman in my house. Mm-hmm. And so, Ooh. Uh, I know, right? And so um, I came in the house. I came upstairs. At the time, I saw my daughter sitting on the bed. I'll never forget that she had an orange onesie on. My daughter was about two or three at the time. And it was as if she was sitting looking at two people. And I saw panties on the bed. And so I sat down. And I said, tell her to come out the closet. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, let me go. I said, no, no, no. Tell her to come out the closet. So he says, "Um, man, you got to come out the closet. So she said, can I put my clothes on? Yeah, give her clothes. So she got herself together, and I never forget this lady. Um, she was physically totally opposite from the woman that I was. Mm-hmm. And um, But later I understood why. And so I said to her, because she had her head down, and she passed me. I said, God bless you. Mm. And um, Healing is a lifestyle. <sighs> so she left. Um, I asked my husband to leave. And then what was funny was that um, my sons were in their room. The doors were closed. And I brought us all together, and we got in the closet, and I said, we need to pray for your father. Um, because I understood that um, as much as a lot of my life said, this is your fault, this had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And the reason I understood that is because I understood as God ordained that day, mm-hmm. I saw him moving. Hey there, I'm Ari, your petite but powerful kingdom teaching professor and entrepreneur. I bring the sass, the laughs, and the serious, let's get real and heal moments without any filters. Now meet my mom, Pastor D, the number one dunamis woman leading our Healing For My Soul movement. As a kingdom teaching pastor and life coach, she is unapologetically real, raw, and radical, but she's our rock and the voice of wisdom that we all need. And then there's Allison, fierce yet tender, and the voice for many single mothers. She's the silent heartbeat of our family and will be the first to tell you, yeah, life with these two can be crazy, but I got their back and we're in this together. As a dynamic trio, we spearhead the Healing From My Soul movement, sharing the miraculous healing power of God through our journey, truths, and a little humor as we guide women to pursue healing as a lifestyle so they may experience freedom within their life and legacy. Hey, you all, welcome to another Healing For My Soul podcast. Oh my God, it's been getting so much healing up in here. It's ridiculous. But we are here because today I want you to know that healing is a lifestyle. It's a way of living. And I am here with three beautiful women who have embarked upon their own healing journey. Do you all realize healing attracts healing? Just like heal people, heal people. That's what we're doing today. We're going to talk about how healing has not only been a lifestyle for us, but how healing has impacted our lives and impacted our relationships. And we have been inspired by each other. So without further ado, I want to bring with me and introduce to you all three beautiful ladies who have touched my heart. Because if it wasn't for healing, I wouldn't know them. They came to here, to my life because of healing. Let me just say this, every woman that's around me is because of healing, and that's why you're here as well. So Antoinette, how are you? I'm well, how are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful, I'm wonderful. Healing is a lifestyle. Yes, it is. Tell me, first of all, what got you here for your healing journey, and then tell us what healing has done for you real briefly in that aspect of your life. What got me here? I was lost. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I just graduated from college. Um, I was in religion, but I was stuck. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't move. I wanted to start my life mm-hmm. and my life wasn't started. I had dealt with homelessness 
and I was I and the church wasn't doing it for me. I got a degree and that didn't do it for me. And I'm trying I'm actually I graduated in a recession. Mm-hmm. So that was even hard because I always say that I was competing with baby boomers because mm-hmm. at the time they were in their 40s, mm-hmm. early 40s. Mm-hmm. So they were getting the jobs because they didn't have to get trained. They already had the experience yes. and I didn't. I just came out. So I was just so lost and I didn't even really understand that I was depressed. I literally would sleep my life away. Yeah. Just literally just. I noticed that, you know how sometimes you sleep too much, you get a headache? Mm-mm-mm. I didn't get no headache. That's how bad it was. I was sleeping. It was okay. I could get more and more and more sleep. And so I was just, I was just, I didn't know. It was like I had a barrier and I didn't know how to get past that barrier. Like, what do I want to do in life? What do I need to, 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 to do to succeed? Like, I didn't know which way to go. But then one day, you know, I was in a car with my um, godmother and uh, we heard you on the radio station, and um, you had a uh, you were speaking about healing, and I think you was pro- how to produce your power on purpose, yeah, or yeah, yeah, how to produce your power under pressure. How to and, mm-hmm. exactly, and I didn't I remember even, that, and I didn't know how. I didn't know how. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how you just like I don't know how to tie my shoe. It was almost that was how I felt. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I would compare it to tying a shoe. Like mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. know how. To, to produce anything at that point. I went to school and no, nothing ever processed for me. I had so many damages that was in my way. I didn't know. I felt like I, I didn't have the guidance that I needed to mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. to take charge, to get that grit, to do what I needed. And so that's what led me um, to my healing journey when I met you and uh, going to the healing, healing for my soul clinics. Yeah. And Oh, it's just been so much. I'll be talking forever. And, and you're here, and we're going to talk about it more and more. But, but I want people to know that, you know, life can cause you to have mental barriers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And healing is not just because, oh, you know, I'm abandoned and I'm rejected and I'm all this and all that. And you had some of those factors. Right. But at the end of the day, if we can't think, mm-hmm. if we can't be clear with our thoughts, and all those things are impediment and barriers, especially for you as a young woman, I commend you. Because that was what, when I met you, that was what? 15 years ago? Almost. Almost. almost you know, yes. you was 21. How old are you now? 36. 36. All right. Y'all do the math. Y'all do the math. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's not just an age factor. It's an emotional factor. It's a mental factor. So I'm going to hop on over to Sherlyn because that's a whole nother thing right there. Introduce yourself. Tell us what got you here because healing has truly become a lifestyle for you. Hey, you all, I am here because I really want to admonish you. Take that healing assessment. It is going to be so enlightening for you. You have watched the podcast. You are here with us on this podcast. So get some more insight about you, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, financial, sexual, social, marital, whatever you need, take the assessment. Go to www.healingformysoulpodcast.com. You are worth the investment and you are worth the time. Now, let's get back to this episode. Yes, it has. So I was listening to Antoinette, and as she was talking, it it began to take me even back further, mm-hmm. like um, how it all started. We got time for you to go back to twenty one. Oh no, not that far back. <laughs> no, not that far back. But um, I was um, I left home at eighteen. I moved to the Atlanta area um, with no instructions, didn't know nobody, um, doing it on my own. And I'm sure I made plenty of mistakes, but 
I was keep getting the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then I began, I'm a person that looked for self-help. I like to read. I like to look at books. I need this. I need that. I'm like, "Mm -mm, that ain't working. I began to um, read up on the law of attraction, and it kind of of directed me here. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I began to say, you know, I'm going to church every Sunday, and they keep saying that I'm supposed to get this, I'm supposed to do this, and I wasn't seeing none of that, right? So I was like, God, I need somebody to teach me. I didn't know who or whatever, but I had already joined the community at that time, but mentally I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when I really began to say, God, I really need somebody to teach me, is really when I dived into it. And at that time, it was a challenge going on about betrayal. A healing for my soul challenge. Right, healing for my soul challenge Uh on betrayal. Um, Usually, we think of a betrayal as just a person. Yeah. But at that time, I was it was betrayal of the church. Mm. Because That's a whole nother healing for my soul. Child. Right. Mm. Um and I began to realize because I was raising my hand saying amen and I didn't even agree to that stuff. As a matter of fact, I could have got up there and did the same thing he was doing, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't working for me. I found myself in the same old thing over and over again. And I'm like, God, I need somebody to teach me. And he led me to the community. And I dived in. I realized how controlling I was. Um, I realized that a, a lot of things about myself, even to this day, that I realized a lot of things that I kept repeating over and over again, and it, it was landing me in the same place. But now that I'm here, and I realized these things, and I began to implement the things that was being taught to me, and I can say that I have been Hey, so are you really here as a woman saying, I need to know more in my soul, where I can heal, where I need to go deeper? Well, then you need to take our Healing for My Soul assessment. This is going to really help you understand what area of your life, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, spiritually, that you need to bring healing to the depths of your soul. So all you got to do is go to healingformysoulpodcast.com. That's healingformysoulpodcast.com and take that self-assessment. Now let's get back to the episode healed in some areas, but it is leading me to other areas Mm -hmm. to be healed in. So um, I believe that we help one another. Like she was dealing with mental, me, spiritual. Somebody else could be um, uh, hurt, broken, emotional, emotional, all that stuff. You know, so (laughs) I mean, it's almost like Mm -hmm. I I gave an analogy. Lord, I wish that you would just Turn me over and pull everything out that's in me mm-hmm. and somewhat kind of like rebuild me all over again. Well, I mean, even the word of God says you can't put new wine into old wine skin. Right. You know, he, healing empties us out for him to pour back into us, right. you know. So, it's, you know, if you just, just imagine how much has been emptied out as your emotions have been cleansed, your mind has been cleansed, and that's the spiritual journey. Right. Spiritual healing is spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because some things we just don't even realize because we got all that clutter in our soul. But it's a beautiful thing that I'm able to develop a relationship with you yes, as I serve as a kingdom teaching yes. pastor for your life. Yes. All right? I'm yeah. honored, I'm honored. And so this beautiful woman right here, come on. Oh, give me the smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because healing is a lifestyle. It has be- How long have you been on this journey? Tell me that now, since you embarked upon the healing. So since I've 
joined, uh, I came through a 14-day challenge when you guys were doing challenges for Healing 14, for my soul challenge for, soul for challenge. 14 days. For 14 days. You Lord. stayed every every day? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't healed, that healed yet. Um, but I came in on the Healing for My Soul 14-day challenge, and um, I did. I came as faithfully as I could, but um, the damages kept me hiding from myself. They, mm-hmm. It's like I was working against myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I for so long I pretended to be or I personified this person that, and I didn't even know who Maisha was. Mm-hmm. And so as I joined the 14-day healing for my soul challenge, and I came closer. I called the office, talked to Michelle at the time. Um, then I got a hold of you. And at that particular time, what I was dealing with emotionally was um, my husband at the time, is he still my husband? I think, yeah, uh, he is. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. My husband, he, um, he, we would we had been together, I think, at that time for about 15 years. And um, I came home one day early from work and I found another woman in my house. Mm-hmm. And so, Ooh. Uh, I know, right? Um, and it was amazing because this was really all God, um, if you can understand it. And if stick around, you will. And so um, I came in the house. I came upstairs. At the time, I saw my daughter sitting on the bed. I'll never forget that she had an orange onesie on. My daughter was about two or three at the time. And it was as if she was sitting looking at two people. And I saw panties on the bed. And so I sat down. And I said, tell her to come out the closet. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, let me go. I said, no, no, no. Tell her to come out the closet. So he says, "Um, man, you got to come out the closet. So she said, can I put my clothes on? Yeah, give her her clothes. So she kept herself together, and I never forget this lady. Um, she was physically totally opposite from the woman that I was. Mm-hmm. And um, But later I understood why. And so I said to her, because she had her head down, and she passed me, I said, God bless you. Mm. And um, Healing is a lifestyle. <sighs> so she left. Um, I asked my husband to leave. And then what was funny was that um, my sons were in their room, the doors were closed, and I brought us all together, and we got in the closet, and I said, we need to pray for your father. Um, because I understood that um, as much as a lot of my life said, this is your fault, this had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And the reason I understood that is because I understood as God ordained that day, mm-hmm. I saw him moving. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really get out of my feelings, right? I really was out of my feelings because we didn't fight. I didn't have to put my Vaseline. None of that took mm-hmm. place. And I didn't even think about that because I understood the pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the reason I understood the pain was because years before that, I could have been in a similar mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The same female, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the same shame, the same guilt. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so um, as I take this journey, I've been on this journey for about six years now with Pastor D, as I've taken this journey, I understand that um, there's, like Sherilyn alluded to, there's more healing to um to go but uh, and i understand god's not done with me yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I understand that the cup that he has given me to carry um ariel talked about this a couple um maybe last year she said or you maybe you said it pastor d that when we get married we need to carry our cross yeah yeah down yeah, the aisle yeah, yeah. the white dress can go mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i need the cross because mm-hmm. that's what you're carrying mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you take mm-hmm. that when you say that i do so that's um that's bit that was the the head on it for me so we got mental is a lifestyle spiritual and we got emotional yes how can someone embrace emotional he i mean spiritual healing as a lifestyle what does that look like 
It's so many women who go to church. It's so many women who are here. It's so many people. Let me just not define it as women. And we don't even realize, I don't think, and I can speak to my, for myself as this, that I wasn't getting fed what I needed with specificity. How has that resonated for you with healing? Um, I believe that the first thing that you, the first battle with, with me was being delivered from people. Mm. Uh, what this person's going to say, um, afraid of this. So I think that that's what kept me going back, mm. right? Because what people think, right? What people think. And I didn't want to hurt this person. Uh, I don't know how to say this to this person. You know, I don't know why I didn't know because it's not like that they was cultivating me. We wasn't in a relationship with e with each other. We only just spoke to each other. It, it, we didn't have a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I was so attached to them. Mm -hmm. Probably afraid of the unknown. Um, just didn't know. Uh, didn't, just didn't trust where God was taking me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I just had to just be sick and tired of it and, and take a leap. Yeah, yeah. And to yeah. trust that wherever whoever he was going to send me to, they was going to be there to do what I needed to be done to me, for me spiritually. Now, I know our episodes are getting gooder and gooder, as my mom would say, but we want to hear from you. So make sure that you are commenting on the episodes, like the episode, and subscribe so you are not missing any time an episode drops on your notifications. So you know what to do. Comment down below. Make sure you like and then subscribe so we know that you're fully in and committed to the Healing For My Soul journey. Now, Get back to your good episode. I want you to dig a little bit deeper before I go to the mental aspect because we had admonished all the women to do a, be a part of our healing assessment. Do the assessment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm at, if you haven't done the assessment, go and do the healing assessment uh, because that is very, very intricate. And hey, you all. Healing is always needed for the heart of a woman's soul. So that's why I am here to admonish you. Get a copy of the book, Healing the Heart of a Woman's Soul. For over 20 plus years, I have been coaching women to go on their healing journey and walking it out. And you will find this compilation book your story, your life, because why? All of us are dealing with pain. So go to www.healingformysoulpodcast.com and get a copy of your book today because one woman's healing is another woman's healing. Now, enough of that. Let's get back to this episode. Why? Because healing is a lifestyle. Important, which is how you came with the fact of spiritual healing. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But when you actually assessed yourself in that area, assessed yourself outside of the people, what did that really look like within? Um, I, 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 I believe that what it looked like within is that I wasn't spiritually cultivated as I thought I was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I thought I knew. Mm -hmm. Um. I was, it was a language that everybody spoke. Even now I hear it, you know, I can spot it a mile away. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody is saying the same thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you, nothing is, is being manifested from correct, it. Correct, correct. It's, it's just the language. It's what to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what good is saying it when nothing is coming out of it? And I want you to start thinking about, because I'm going to come back to you, about what has really started to manifest in your life spiritually. Manifest. But I want you to talk about the mental part of the assessment and, 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 
And what did that look like for you as you assessed yourself mentally, you know, to really know this was happening, that was happening, your mind, because the mind is a powerful thing. Really, uh, what I realized mentally when I go back, and sometimes you got to really go back to see. And really, a lot, a lot of my barriers came from mentally was childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're, you're continued to, pre- it, it, was, it was continued pressed upon me as a child to be perfect mm. and not make mistakes, mm. right? And so I subconsciously was like, I shut down. Mm-hmm. And I shut off my mind because... Whenever I tried to be perfect, it wasn't right. And that was what I, that's what I was able to see. But now that I'm here, I can say, okay, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay, it's okay yeah. to fall. Okay. You know, okay. it's okay. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you're a toddler and you're walking, it's okay for the baby to fall on her butt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or his butt. Mm-hmm. But as I was growing up, and I remember it was five years old, and I just say something, five is just such an intricate age. Mm-hmm. And when, I mean, and we're talking over here about emotional, spiritual, and mental, and that's when the attacks start to come. Mm-hmm. And I saw the attacks in different areas, but I saw the attack, and I'm just going to be frank. I'm going to just be real with yeah. it. It was academically. Mm-hmm. Academically, I did not learn how. So I know you are listening to this episode on YouTube, but there are so many podcasters that are listening on Apple and Spotify. And so what I want you to do is make sure you go over there and write a really good review. I want to hear what are you getting out of these episodes? We read them, we see them, we comment. So make sure you go over to Apple and Spotify and leave a review for us so that we can be able to hear your heart and where you are. Now let's get back to the episode. Everyone else learned. Mm -hmm. I you know, the teacher would say she gets it, but then she don't get it now. She mm-hmm. just did the answer, but I don't know how she don't have the answer now. And that messes with your self-esteem. That impairs your self-esteem, shall I say. Yeah. But I didn't realize that that day that I met you or heard you on the radio, I didn't know why I felt stuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't know, why am I so stuck? Why can't I move? But it, while I was here on this journey, I was able to go back, hold on, wait a minute. This didn't just happen at 20 or 19 or 18. This happened when I was five years old when, let's be real, I was getting whoopings every time I didn't get two plus two. Yeah. (laughs) Or three plus two Mm -hmm. or uh, the fractions or you just had it. Why you don't have it What's three plus two? What did you call? Three, five. Five. You say three times. You You know, but you saw it. (laughs) And you know, and and that's something else to say is that I'm always like on edge now. Like when people ask me questions or I'm interacting with someone that's intelligent, it's like I always got to stay on edge. Like I don't like competitions, but I'm here for a competition because it was in, rooted in me like you got to know it. You got to know it. So I give my own self anxiety Yeah, 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 yeah. because I always feel like I got to have it right. And, and that's why healing is a lifestyle because, and I'm speaking from a coach's perspective, coaching mm-hmm. perspective right now. Uh, particularly because, you know, you can spot what is needed. You can see it. And like you say, okay. What is it? But now you got to, uh, uh, because mm-hmm. now my self-esteem mm-hmm. still needs to be repaired. You know, mm-hmm. I can deal with this, but it still needs my self-esteem to be attended to, mm-hmm. particularly from a mothering standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be able to say, let me give you praise. 
good job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even when you make a mistake, it's okay mm-hmm. because there's always a lesson in it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I am grateful to be able to have to be able to been contributing to your life spiritually, particularly as a spiritual mother to say, hey, regardless of a great job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're learning. Mm-hmm. You're progressing. I remember that 20-something, 21-year-old, beautiful, depressed, mentally stuck mm-hmm woman you know what I'm saying and that I took and I wasn't letting up on you looking out the window looking out the window (laughs) you know even put demands on you but you walked in that emotional healing clinic every Saturday and you pressed your way and here you are today now it's more to be told but I just want to commend you for that yeah definitely want to commend you for that asses yourself emotionally what you said was profound I don't know if many women could have even handled that aspect at that point, I can relate to it. Right. I'm not going to go in and it's not about myself. But I know that there's some work that needed to be done after that emotionally. Yes, How yes. did you assess emotionally? I need some work done. I handle it. I prayed for them. I prayed with my children. Uh, but I know some other stuff was going on emotionally. And you had to say, I need this for myself. I was disconnected from reality. Mm-hmm. That bottom line. Mm-hmm. I was going through the motions, but there was such a barrier or blockage that when that situation happened I mean it happened and it was like okay well because the reality of it is is that we have been together my son at the time we had been together since from day one he was little things here little things there Mm -hmm. you know so it's like I had become numb yeah actually because I was used to the pain you know um there's a commercial that says, I haven't got time for the pain anymore. Well, I was just used to it. That was my life of pain. Mm-hmm. And so when it occurred, what really happened was um, I just took it all in. Mm-hmm. I got it. I take that too. I put it in my bag. Like yeah, Erica, yeah. you talk about the bag lady. Bag that lady. was just another bag. So I got to carry this one too. Yeah. When you, uh, when I spoke with you, you shifted my mind and you took, because I, Moved down to the basement. My daughter and I were, were comfortable. We had a fireplace, a nice blow bed. I had my nice coffee sheets. And you, <laughs> you told me, you were like, come out the basement. And I was like, uh, Mike, check one, two. Is this pastor? Or I was like, I thought, I'm saying to myself, I thought she was supposed to be a pastor. Because every word God said to leave his ass. And they didn't say that in the Bible. But, um, but you spoke contrary to what the world says or what the advisement I would have gotten elsewhere because you understood you looked it's like you looked into my soul Mm -hmm. and you saw the damages Mm -hmm. and you wanted to help you helped me shift my mind and the the practice of healing as a lifestyle has enabled me to now see the very same man Mm -hmm. come full circle Mm -hmm. where um, when, when I first joined uh, Dunamis Woman Community, Dunamis Woman University, Dunamis Woman Institute, he was, um, you know, when I would mention your name, I was like, I would have to turn down the prayer. You know, he was just like, every time he would, anything healing, he was just like, Rrr. you know, and now it's like, what's Pastor D doing? What does Pastor D say? Are you going to call Mama D? And so you, I would say the practice of healing being a journey is that women just, they give up too. Yeah. They yeah, give up too yeah. soon mm-hmm. because I'm beginning to see the fruits of, of what God has done. And, and, and how long has it been now? It's been six years. Six years. Mm-hmm. And, and now he has come around. Yes. 
He's pursuing his healing. Yes. That's amazing. That's yes. a miracle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got a question for you. Have you ever been a part of one of our Healing for My Soul challenges? Well, we have so many women who've been there one time, two times, 14 times, all kinds of times, but it's nothing like being there with you. So if you have never experienced one of our Healing for My Soul challenges that we have, three days, five days, deep topics, topics that go deep within our soul so we can deal with the unresolved conflicts, go to the website right now and you're going to be a part of this Healing for My Soul movement by joining us on one of our challenges, www.healingformysoulpodcast.com. I can't wait to see you there. All right? Now let's get back to this episode. We can carry some baggages. I want you all to put in the comment right now, what is your baggage? What all do you have in your bag? You a bag lady. Okay? Bag lady. You know? But really assess what is in your bag? You know what I'm saying? Mm. How heavy is it? What the weight is it? How is it weighing you down? Mm. You didn't even realize that you was being wore out and wore down and it, it took you literally to the basement. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, you was in the basement. Mentally, you were where? In the basement. You was just the physical manifestation of what many of us don't even see, but we're there mm -hmm. where? In the, in the basement. Yes. yes. Got our fireplace, got our little mm -hmm. nice little toys, mm -hmm. got, our, got our kids, mm -hmm. our dog, mm -hmm. cuddling, you know mm -hmm. what I'm yes. saying? Thinking everything is okay, you know what I'm saying? But for someone else to see within your soul, you're worth more than that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you could think it's okay because mm -hmm. it was your basement, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But spiritually, it's an indicator how the enemy has a stronghold yes. on your soul. Mm -hmm. And it looked like you was okay because you did the loving, nice, forgiving mm -hmm, thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it was a sting. Mm -hmm. I know what it is to find panties in your bed that wasn't yours, literally. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I can identify with your pain. Mm -hmm. That's why I said get your ass up out that basement because mm -hmm. it'll take you in a pit. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? It will take you in a pit. So many women are watching right now. We want you all to comment what is, what, what, what is really, really your assessment. Go to www.healingformysoulpodcast.com and take the assessment if you hadn't. But so many women are out there. I want you to encourage a woman for healing as a lifestyle. What's her first step she need to do? Sherlyn, spiritually, what's the first step she need to do? Maisha, emotionally, what's the first step she need to do? Let's just speak it. You know what? Uh, the first thing um, that just came to my mind because you said the pit. I said pity. You know, pit is pit and pity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I would come out of the pity. Come out of the pity. You got to be ready to be faced with your shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I say that? Secrets hidden in torment. Secrets hidden in torment. Mm -hmm. And you got to really be faced because I was in a, I was in pity mm -hmm. and, and didn't realize it. And so every time I think about the pity, I think about woe is me. I have to stop myself. Mm -hmm. I have to stop myself. So I, will, I would say stop yourself and come out of the pit. Come out of the pity and, and take action. I had to take action. You had to take action. And say, hey, you gave me some real stuff. Mm -hmm. You told me, hey, um, get up. Mm -hmm. Go do this. I had to literally humble myself and, and go get a retail job when I had a degree. I felt like, and I ain't going to lie, I felt like I had a degree. Why I got to work at Applebee's? Okay, right, right, right. why do I need to go to apply to Applebee's? But I did it, and it helped me 
get to where I am now because I had to humble myself, but I had to get out of that pit, Mm -hmm. get out of pity and just walk and walk miles. And I mean, literally walk miles. Yeah. 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 That's that demand on you. Before I go to Sherlyn, healing is a lifestyle. Where do you see yourself going? Where do I see myself? Really, really when, when I came how to produce under pressure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really see myself really producing. Yeah. Really annihilating every barrier that held me back, Mm -hmm. everything that kept me asleep. And now I'm it's gonna keep me up. I'm 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 staying awake. So I I literally see myself really active and really making progress and seeing produce and and seeing production come Mm -hmm, forth mm -hmm. out of me. Uh purpose power i'm just on, I, I really i really see all of that and um i'm looking forward to healing more but i know now that i don't i don't allow the pity to get to me anymore mm, awesome awesome mm-hmm. well look this podcast is gonna be around so hey we're gonna be y'all six stay connected so we can keep up with her, all right <laughs> see what she gonna produce all right but i know as you continue to pursue the healing as a lifestyle it's automatic mm-hmm. you can't you, you can't just ooh settle no more you know you just can't settle surely and spiritually talk to him okay what i would say is to Loose those things that's not serving you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Shake yourself stop, loose. You know, wasting your time mm-hmm. when you know that it's really doing nothing for you. You're only going through this formality because mama and them, auntie and them, daddy and them built the church. This is my family. But you know it's not serving you any purpose. Who is mama and them? <laughs> Auntie Milk, go ahead. Exactly. Right. Go ahead. All of them. All of them. You know, you following them all because you got friends there, you know, um, and just step out. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. step out. Yes, I know that you don't know it's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm, what I'm learning is, is that if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. got to get away from the norm. And I re- remember so clearly how you were afraid. You were really afraid, but I didn't tell you to leave. I just admonish you to think about you. Mm-hmm. What do you really need? Because at the end of the day, when you stand before God, it's just you and him. Exactly. The person on the pew on the left and the person on the pew on the right and the person in the pew on the front and the one in the back is not going to be there. Not even the one who standing at the pulpit is you and him. Exactly. And that's what you did. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you very All much. All right. Emotionally, what they got to do? Come on through. So come out of that perfectionism. Mm. Mm. Come out of that perfectionism. And it's funny because that word wasn't even in my vocabulary until we recently had a uh strategy session Mm -hmm. and um, that work came around full circle but I knew that it was time so it's amazing how you think okay I've gone to this level I've gone to this level what now there's still more healing to be had Mm -hmm. there's still more healing to be had so I would say you know it it, you ain't what it looks like Mm. you know you ain't what it looks like I love the fact that the more you grow in God the deeper he go in you and that's what makes healing a lifestyle. Where do you see yourself? Where are you going? Where are you headed, Sherlyn? Um, more and more healing. I am becoming more uh, free. I'm begun, beginning to know who I am and love on me and have fun with me. Um, and then also realize that people are watching me. Mm-hmm. And like you have taught us or even with the words that he created me in his image and his likeness for a reason mm-hmm. because there are so many people out there that 
was like me. Yeah. And that I am being used as an instrument Mm -hmm. to pull them out. At this young tender age of what? 59. Come on through with your sexy self. <laughs> Come on, let's wrap it up. Close. Where you see yourself. Oh man, so it's it's um funny the deeper, you know, the mm-hmm. going the deeper and and not only being free but being seeing where I'm not free mm-hmm. because I was afraid to even look mm-hmm. at where my freedom was not. Mm-hmm. And so I see myself just soaring and um just just Seeing God open a road and me following and not having to, to try to figure out or care about what people think and that's like huge. when I'm there. And yes. that's huge. That's huge. Well, you all, I thank you all for joining us. But before we go, I want to ask you, where do you see yourself? Where are you going? But you can't get there without the healing power of God. Healing is a lifestyle. You have heard mental barriers, spiritual barriers, emotional barriers. And if these women can do it, you can do it too. There's so many other. Once again, I'm going to remind you, go and take that assessment if you haven't because you are worth knowing where you are, but you're mostly worth knowing where you're going. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and I'll see you on the next one.